Being a Better Man, Episode 103. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herrickstad. Hey everybody, welcome to Monday. Welcome to Being a Better Man. I am your host. My name is Alf Herrickstad. I'm going to get right into today's topic. This idea came to me from a listener, a woman in Colorado. Yes, women listen to being a better man also. I'm really glad she sent me this idea because it's important to consider the female perspective. Women comprise about half of the world population and their input and contribution is vital to the continuation of our species and our civilization. Also, women provide us with a very important, very real perspective of manhood, a perspective that we would probably never realize on our own because we're men. Our experience in the world is very different. This listener shared a perspective with me that I probably would not have come up with on my own, but after reading it, I could see the truth in it, and I think it needs to be addressed. This listener is a professional woman in her 20s, a college graduate, and she contends that most women see two primary ways in which men try to assert their masculinity in the world. Now, as I go over this, try not to get activated. Don't try to judge the truth or accuracy of her position as it applies to you. The thing is, it's valid. It's valid because this is her perception, and if she sees it this way, then it's likely a lot of other women do as well. So let's learn what we can from this. So here's what she said. There's two primary types of guys. Type A is the smooth operator, the ladies' man, the guy with game, sexual prowess, the guy that is all about hooking up and putting notches on his bedpost. If this type A guy isn't especially good-looking, then he probably has a lot of money, and he uses it to entice women and effectively purchase his masculinity. Then there's type B. Type B comes from a place of aggression rather than sex. In her words, he spends endless hours doing upper body workouts at the gym and getting into bar fights to show the other guys how alpha he is. We all know guys like this. They can be loud and overbearing in social settings. She went on to say that aside from type A and B, there is also type C. She said type C guys are the worst from her point of view. She said, and I quote, this is the most terrifying and annoying group from a woman's perspective because these men act as though you're refusing to go on a date, dance with them, or accept a drink is directly denying them of their natural right to manhood. When this feeling occurs, these guys will move on from the sex method of obtaining manhood to the next method, which is to become verbally and sometimes physically or sexually violent and abusive, unquote. 
Now, I've heard of these guys before, though I can't say I have personally witnessed it. Good thing, too, because the guy would probably wind up in the hospital. But I have heard of young women complaining that when they refuse the advances of a guy, he immediately becomes abusive, calling her names or whatever. As though there is a culture of men of a certain age who seem to think they are entitled to whatever woman they desire, as though simply the act of breathing should be enough to win a woman's affections. I don't know when or how this culture started happening or what age of men exactly practiced this the most, but I do know it's a horrible thing. Behavior like this is the complete opposite of what it means to be a man, in my opinion. They are behaving more like animals than men. Now, this listener went on to describe yet another class of man, type D. These are the guys who don't fall into any of the other categories. They aren't really good with women, or it's not a priority. They aren't physically intimidating or good at sports. They don't make a lot of money, etc., etc. These type D guys are often called nerds or geeks or losers and regarded as unmanly by types A, B, and C. I personally feel bad for these guys. I know the type. They feel invisible in the world. They have no confidence in social situations. And I think many of them don't even think of themselves or identify as a man very often. It's tragic because in every one of them, there is a dormant man who is living an unrealized life. A lot of these guys reclaim their masculinity, or try to, by immersing themselves in the fantasy world of video games where they can be whoever they want. But it's not real. Our listener who contributed this topic contends that it's these type D guys who eventually break and are responsible for the majority of tragic, random events like school shootings and whatnot. I'm not certain this is true, but it kind of makes sense. She went on to say that there was another type of man unlabeled by a letter. Guys like me and you, the listeners of this show, who are actively committed to being better men. I thought it was nice of her to throw that in. She said, we restore her faith in humanity. You know, after I read her whole letter, I felt a little sad. It made me sad that there are women in the world who think of manhood in these four categories, A, B, C, and D. What added to my sadness was that I have known and seen people in these exact four categories that she described, and so have you, I bet. It's no wonder that this is a prevailing perception among women. Imagine your daughter or some other woman in the world that you care about who has to contend with one of these choices every single day. Imagine if there were no other choices beyond this, who would become the fathers and leaders of the next generation? Thankfully, there are other choices beyond these four categories. Men like you, men who have decided there's more to being a man than being a badass or sleeping with as many women as he can. Men who think it's a privilege to share their strength instead of imposing it. 
men who respect other people, who understand that being a man is a great responsibility and that we have an obligation to be an example everywhere we go. Men like you who are interested in being a better man today than you were yesterday. Thankfully, we do exist in the world, but merely existing may not be enough. It seems with each new generation, men like us are becoming a smaller and smaller percentage of the population. That's why I think it's more important than ever to be an example everywhere we go, at work, at school, at restaurants, even in traffic. I think it's part of our responsibility to also promote this thinking, to spread it out among our peers, to speak openly and unapologetically about the virtues of manhood and about our desire to be better men. Because, you see, I have another theory. I think there are a lot of guys in the aforementioned A, B, C, and D categories that might be there simply because they were never taught another way. I don't think most guys truly enjoy being a douchebag. They are usually emulating someone else. They lack direction and instruction on what it really means to be a man. I think a lot of these guys, when they see you being a better man and speaking out about it, when they see you living a life of perpetual improvement, I think they might realize there's another choice. And that is the power of example. That is the power you possess to make a difference in the world as a man. I want to thank our female listener again. Thank you for reaching out and sharing your perceptions with us. And I invite anyone else listening to do the same. I also want to thank our sponsor, Audible.com. You can download a free audiobook about whatever you want. You aren't obligated to buy anything, and you have a whole month to see if you want to continue, and the book is yours to keep. It's a great deal, and to take advantage of that, you just go to www.beingabettermanpodcast.com forward slash book. All right, guys, now head out into the world and think about this stuff as you go through the week. Be concerned about the perception women and children and other men have of manhood and be the example. In your circle of people, set the standard of what it means to be a man And by doing so, you will be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad, signing out.